Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. This is me, Clay Tatum. Um, uh, Clay Witt doesn't have his mic even in his hand. He's looking at his phone right now. Get off the ground, Clay, is this off. funny? What is funny? Dude, stop All kicking right. stuff around with your fucking is cowboy funny? boots, John Wayne. Is this funny? I don't see anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Rod, did you see it? I can't see anything. I just see the picture. The picture is funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Okay. <laughs> I'll give it a retweet right now. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the um, American Arts and Culture Review podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Clay Tatum and Ronnie Berry. Ronnie Berry. What's up? Famous for riding the bus. How you doing, Rod? I'm doing pretty good. The yeah. bus driver today, I think they were actually learning how to drive the bus. Dude, don't. Wait. Don't, ex- don't, don't, don't. Please don't. There was a, there was a second Please person. Please don't critique the working class. No, there was a second person with them. Okay. Who was kind of giving them like info on how to drive the bus. Right. And the bus driver was honking a lot, and typically the bus driver does not honk that much. Can you guys hear this? I'm fixing me a super shaggy sandwich. Yeah, I heard that. I'm fixing me a super shaggy sandwich. Man, those sandwiches, ooh, they look good. They're too big. I want yeah. that so bad. I can't even unhinge my jaw to eat that kind of thing. I Shaggy spent, and Scoob, those guys love sandwiches. I spent like an hour looking for a headphone splitter so I can do these drops. And it's pissing me off that I didn't that I didn't find them. So you guys could hear something like this. Um, wait, wait, wait. You're going to find the right one? <laughs> That's a girl coming, a dog barking, barking and then a guy farting. That's a really good sound alert, Clay. You yeah, made that. I, I didn't make that. This was that was off. That was offered online. I'm also like really drunk right now because we had margaritas in the first Patreon podcast. The one we did right before this. Yeah, you got pretty drunk, and it's really upsetting. And um, I can't believe how much how drunk that margarita made me. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do though. They slam your ass, man. But Clay makes me a margarita, and I don't get this drunk. I make myself a margarita, and I, I, and I don't get this drunk. But I'm like, I'm like pretty drunk right now. Yeah. Wait, what are you doing on the phone? I'm doing business, man. Stop doing business. Clay doesn't even know how much business I'm doing on my phone. Dude, I'm doing business with people that check their emails like once a week. Yeah. And so maybe you do that now. Well, no, me and Claire are in the final stages of getting um, all the music and shit finalized for this for our damn movie that the we made. Bed. But we got to have it delivered everything by the July eighth. Yeah. And then what happens? And then we it comes out next. Well, I don't know. It I can't say in a year. <laughs> you guys, are you guys gonna? You guys get to tour with the? Well, movie? I don't know. We can I don't know. We're allowed to say anything. Oh. But yeah, thanks. But uh, anyway, so it's a lot of work, and you, I want to do it. I got to get back to uh, respond to these emails as quick as possible because July 8th is coming up pretty soon. Exactly. That but, is pretty soon. Yeah, so Rod, why don't you learn so, how to tell some stories so that I don't have to? I'm sorry. I wasn't telling. I don't tell the story about the bus. I was talking about the bus, and Clay got mad at me. Yeah, because you interrupted my drops. Hamburger. <laughs> What's it, what was he? What did he say? See, this is why I need a headphone switch. Is it hamburger? He's a hamburger. Hamburger. I love that. Now, who is that saying that? I don't know, dude. Sounds like Buddy. Yeah. 
You know, um, Tony like, Hawk, you know, Tony Hawk called me. What did he say? Um, he sent me a little message. I didn't answer the phone, but he sent me a message. Oh, let's listen to it. Okay. My favorite skateboard trick is a 180 because when I go into a room and see Rod Berry, I do a 180 and get the heck out of there. <laughs> How'd you do that, Clay? <laughs> There's a website that has celebrity voices. <laughs> Who else can we do? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Dude, yeah, this okay. website is like, it's like, oh, you could do a voice from Minecraft. And I'm like, what voice from Minecraft? It's like very internet. Does Minecraft Steve make have a voice? It's like a uh, I don't even know. video game. It's like a very video game heavy website. But they, they had Tony Hawk from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Which I'm a video game. gamer. So I know that. When's the last time you played Tony Hawk? Um, uh, the year 2020, the year of our pandemic. Yeah, and it was a blast, huh? Yeah, it was, it was, really, it was really fun back then. Have yeah. you been playing Tony Hawk? You've been playing Star Wars. No, no, no. I'm back on Dark Knight, or uh, Arkham. You're back on Arkham? Well, yeah, because I don't got nothing else. Star Wars, that Fallen Order game, don't got a lot of replayability in the way uh-huh. that... I'm waiting. So we were going to play this new Ninja Turtles game because I love this IP. It's called Shredder's Revenge. But uh, it was for CJ's... What was it for? It was for Father's Father's Day. Day. CJ's first Father's Day. CJ had the night off for the first time since he became a dad. Yeah. But then he got COVID that Mm. day. So we couldn't play. So now we got to... Now he don't got COVID no more so we can play. Have you guys been getting Apple, like Apple alerting you that someone that you've been around has had COVID? I've I've turned that off. No. What? Explain this to me. Apple will just tell me that, like, hey, somebody that you've been around in the last two weeks has had COVID. It'll just text you that, basically. Yeah. Wow. And then you'll look at it, and you'll be like, who was I around on the 5th and the 6th? Everybody, man. Everybody's got it. That's life now, though. I would get it every time I left the airport. Apple would text me saying, you've been around someone yeah, with yeah. COVID. Like, one day it was like, me and Darcy hung out, and that was it, but we went to the grocery store. Yeah. And, like, somebody at the grocery store had COVID? I don't know. What that place is covered in COVID, man. What am I going to do about the we grocery store? We all got COVID. I'm Some wearing people my mask. can't get it, I though. think I've gotten it 20 times, and my body is so bad that I just don't recognize it's it. filled with toxins? Yeah. My uncle... He got it twice. He lives with my grandpa. My grandpa's never gotten it. Your grandpa ain't gonna get it then. Yeah. He's healthy, man. He's got that. He don't breathe good enough to get it like Clay. No yeah. offense, Clay. No problem. Maybe that's it. And I'm just out here saying this. I'm fixing me a super shaggy sandwich. Ooh, I want one. How yeah. big a sandwich would you make? If I could make any sandwich right now, what would I have? If you were shaggy, would you make a big one? I'd have turkey. Ooh, Swiss cheese. Ooh. Cheddar cheese. Woo! Bacon. I'm gonna come. Avocado. Mm-hmm. Toasted bread. Mm-hmm. Ham. I love olives. I love turkey club. What's on there? It's like uh What I just said. Turkey, bacon, sometimes avocado, tomato, lettuce. I usually get it no mayo. Ooh, no mayo. That ruins everything. I said no mayo. The other day I was getting lunch with a bunch of people. We all ordered the same sandwich, but I got mine no mayo. Mm -hmm. One person I was with, he just took mine, and he started eating it right away. Yeah. No mayo. Never noticed that there was no mayo on it. Mm. I've done that before. Yeah, and then I ate it, the one with the mayo, and I was miserable. But I enjoyed myself still. Yeah. 
I'll not say I got the nutrients from it, the energy that I needed to go on. It used to be I'd say something about stuff like that. No. No, I ain't going to say nothing no more. Now I'm just going to go ahead and eat that thing. I'm a male freak. I love the drink. I don't like mayo. What is it about? Some people love it. Some people hate it. Why is it so controversial? Yeah. Whenever I have mayo, I say this. I'm going to (laughs) come. Like, see? Like, like that? You say that every time? Yeah, every time I have mayo, and then after I do this. Wait, are you really gonna? You're you're really gonna nut? I nut because I have a sandwich that has mayonnaise on it, and that gets you your nut going. Yeah, pops you, you off. Yeah, is it a big nut or is it just like a small? Just nut? a tiny little nut. Like just I have like a nut. medical issue. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Like the smallest amount of nut you could imagine. Not even a teaspoon. <laughs> teaspoon just like a just a drip just a little drip a little drippy it's so bad that i actually like call my doctor to like have some medical intervention a drippy little cloud hey doctor i ate some mayo and i had a little nut hey i'm a, little... a drippy little hog <laughs> what do you want me to do about my that? hog won't stop dripping doc mm-hmm. doc my my it's just a drip hey then you know what my doctor says hmm hamburger <laughs> He says hamburger because he wants you to eat one. I don't know why he said it. I think if you eat the hamburger, it will probably cure you. He's probably seen too many Skittles commercials, and he's all random now. <laughs> When's the last time Skittles made a commercial? I don't know. Dude. When's the last time you saw a commercial? Dude, I see it all the time because when you watch this Hulu, and we don't, we didn't like level up to the next Hulu that doesn't have commercials. Yeah. So I've watched commercials all the damn time now. But watch. it's all commercials tailored for whatever she's watching, though, yeah, yeah. which is like. What Hair stuff. It's just like, um, it's like Beverly um, Hills. Yeah, Mitra watches that same stuff. So it's all like stuff about your body. Yeah. About like health. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I was allergic to almonds. There's this one commercial that always talks about that. Oh, wow. I love a commercial that's like about like a medical, a thing you have to talk to your doctor about. Yeah. That's like, why, what, why would I bring this up to my fucking doctor? Unless, I unless I got, why would I bring this drug up? Like, just in case I might need it? Maybe. Talk to my doctor about it. How often do you go into the doctor? Never. Yeah, I've never, I never go. I've never, I haven't gone to the doctor in 10 years. Yeah, I maybe I'm going once a year. I should probably go. Maybe uh, once a year. I do a checkup every now and again. What movie did we see? We saw Elvis. We oh. really did see it. See Elvis. We all went and saw the We Elvis went to the Burbank movie. 16. AMC movie. We saw this in the Dolby Theater. It was packed can five I, okay, days Can in. I just say straight off the bat? What's up? A-listing as an AMC member. There's parts of it that's a fucking scam. Like okay. what? Well, remember when we got treats and snacks? Yeah. What line did you guys go in? I went to the premiere. And what line did I go in? Normal. And I was first in line in the normal one. Cause yeah, because no everybody's a premiere member now. Yeah. And so... While you guys waited 30 hours for your treats, I got it right away. I got right. my gummies. I got my uh, Diet Dr. Uh, Pepper. Pecker. Yeah, but we went to the movie for free, basically. That's true. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the one in Glendale, that AMC, that one never has a line in the... Premiere in the premiere line. Yeah, that we went to the premiere AMC theater, the AMC sixteen in Burbank. 
Yeah. Which I love going to. We Honestly, went, saw it in the Dolby Theater front, second to front row. That Dolby Theater fucking rocks. Just get rid of that front row, though, because nobody's sitting in that, though. Yeah. This is so stupid with all these damn movies. The row that we sat in, I think, was a little too close. Yeah, it was, yeah, a little it was little too, close. too close. Especially for the movie that we saw. Remember in AMC, when we were at Arclight, you would, like, get a front row uh, pass, and you would, like, sit down and be like, fuck, I'm way too close, and it's perfect. Yeah. Arclight's different, though. Arclight was, like, always... There was, like, not really a bad seat there. Yeah. But no. here, you're, like, way too close. We were way too close for Elvis. Yeah. And Elvis is also, like, the most bombastic movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It has so much shit going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rod described it as if you were watching it at home and you looked at your phone for 15 seconds, you would miss entire chunks of Elvis's life. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There's like no way you could. I mean, it's so fast. Yeah. The movie starts at like 100 miles per hour and it somehow keeps it going for two and a half hours. But my boy Elvis, what a talent. Yeah. I don't remember shit about this movie though. I think Elvis has slept on all the damn time. Yeah, is he under? Is Elvis underrated? I think I, that's so. kind of what I think he is. it made me realize watching this movie. I think like right now the Beatles are under uh, overrated. Yeah. But how much. Uh, airtime they're getting. Yeah, Elvis underrated. Is he absolutely underrated, my guy Elvis? I because I didn't know about this comeback special. That comeback that special. Oh my god! Rips. I watched that. I watched it in an entire in entirety in a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Blew my mind. Yeah, I didn't realize he fucking belted like that. Uh, Remember yeah, when man. he said this in the special? Want to get lost with me? <laughs> I'll give you a Scooby snack. Is that a Johnny Bravo Scooby Doo commercial? <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry, mashup? No, 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 this is the comeback special. Let's listen to it one more time. Okay. Want to get lost with me? I'll give you a Scooby snack. <laughs> you got to choose stupid dogs in there, Clay? I don't know, man. Anywho, gang, so we, we, we went to this theater, and we didn't know what theater it was, right? I got my snacks right away because I, I hacked the system by going in the non-A lister. Mm-hmm. And the A-list line is fucking miles long. A-list line was huge. Yeah. So I get done, and I'm waiting, and Rod comes up to me, and he goes, he's looking at his ticket, and he goes, I think we're in the Dolby Theater. Now, the Dolby Theater, if you guys don't know, is a theater where when you walk in, there's uh, the there's one wall that's just projected the logo of the movie you're about to see. And the whole hallway, the one side of the wall is just a full projection of like a, this little like gif. And, and it plays like a little song or something. And it plays a little Elvis song. It basically is like a line for a movie, like not, I mean, a, a ride at like a Disneyland or something. But this is like a. But it's like four seconds long. But this is like supposed to be like, just let you know it's an experience. It's not an IMAX experience and it's not a 4DX experience. It's a Dolby experience. It's like. Ultra surround sound where it makes your seat rumble how loud or how like mm-hmm. crazy the sound is. I didn't notice any difference. And then they show you how black the screen can get. They do. Yeah. That's all I was about to say is that they really emphasize how the screen can be very black. <laughs> and sometimes people think it's turned off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna call the I was gonna call the guy and be like, "Hey, I think the screen." Like my dad when he and asked they, him to turn the turn the movie down. They made, they made a joke saying. No, our projector is not off. And I go, I know, I can, I can literally see the black ink projected. I'm not impressed. Right, the screen is actually silver. <laughs> yeah. Dumb. 
Like I know what a I know what a blank movie screen looks like. But this theater is great. Gang, the don't Dolby. We, don't we love the Dolby? Oh, it's one of those it. recliner theaters. I don't like those recliners though. That recliner was actually better than most. They were. This is the best recliner in I've experienced I've had. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a big recliner guy. I think sometimes the recliners can be too much like a bed. Yeah, and you fall asleep. That's a problem. That's if you're watching Memoria, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a problem. Which is why I didn't even go because I knew I'm gonna fall right to sleep. Yeah. If you go to like the theater, the uh, what's the one in downtown? What's that called? Alamo. Alamo. Tommy's asshole. The Alamo. It leans. It leans back too far. Yeah. And then it has that little table right in front. I'm a and they also give you drinks if you order them, and that puts you right in. Yeah, and a guy has to walk by constantly giving people drinks. And you're watching some slow cinema at the Alamo. Yeah, how about Dude, I give saw me some, a I fucking saw, nap? Just yeah. give me a place. I'll pay sixteen dollars to nap here for the next hour and a half. <laughs> the other night, I saw a French sci-fi movie there, and I fucking fell asleep for most of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that does kind of run. Famously, CJ, our buddy CJ. We went to see it with him. He fell asleep five minutes in. He woke up right before the credits rolled, and then we are walking out. And he goes, "Yeah, I didn't like it." <laughs> oh, I thought he loved it. No, <laughs> he said I didn't like it. And I said, "You didn't watch it, man. You were asleep the whole time." And I'm not like sitting there defending it, or but you know, I mean, you I were the asleep, first man. Was pretty good. What's that? That's the first. It yeah, was pretty good. it was a blast. Yeah, remember my ex girlfriend. Every time we take her to see a movie that I loved at like one of those special screenings, it'd be a big party. Everybody'd be having a blast. She'd fall asleep within five minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. those were the days. Those were the days. Those are the best days of your life. <laughs> that rocks. We loved for it. your birthday, you got a disco ball keychain. After, yeah, buying her like a big trip to Las Vegas or something. Yeah, whatever, you know, we live, you live in your Disco learn. ball keychain Las Vegas, which one's better? You live in your learn. Dude, when are we, we going to Vegas? When I'll go any time, any day, I'm 22, I, I don't care. Yeah, now that Let's go when we get back from Alabama, uh, you guys because we'll Alabama? be done with all of our stuff. Yeah, when's Alabama? End of July, probably, can it's gotta af- be. Can we afford that plane ticket? I can, yeah, we can go. To whatever. Alabama? You guys can, are going, can, I'm not going. I can uh, afford... Yeah, well, it's, me and Clay have to go to shoot some music videos. Oh, yeah, then you guys are getting paid money to do it. Well, no, I mean, it, it'll be okay. I've already figured out the, the financial part of it. Mm-hmm. Anywho, gang, so we saw the movie Elvis, and you know what? I loved it. But and I forgot. I, what I, do you, I, I what happened in the movie? I couldn't fucking tell you because it's instantly left my brain, and I'll never think about this movie ever again. The only but thing that it. the only thing I think about really is that like I love Elvis now. Yeah, that's what's really good about <laughs> Boz Lerman. He's the king of making movies that you watch and you're just having a fucking blast. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then like you you, I mean, I don't really remember any scenes from the movie. The thing I remember is Tom Hanks' funny accent. Yeah, yeah he chooses a weird nondescript. I say Eastern you, European. Did you guys ever watch a video of the real guy that the colonel that he's like? No, I right? haven't seen it. He kind of has either. Just sounds kind of pretty normal. Oh really? Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> sound like a fucked up man like Tom Hanks. Sounds like a puppet. <laughs> does no, does it sound like a puppet? He goes, Elvis is my guy. He does a thing. He sounds like Borat. <laughs> yeah. He's not. Yeah, yeah. He didn't sound like Borat when I watched him. Just sounded pretty normal. A little bit southern, but like not. So what? What happens in the movie? 
Um, Elvis is talented. He's a boy. Yeah. And he's inspired by the black music the movie, from the, the place where he lives. Yeah. And I don't know Tupelo. where he lives. Tupelo, Mississippi. Movie, doesn't the movie start in Las Vegas, maybe? It does start in Las Vegas. Does it? Because it starts with oh, yeah. Colonel Parker. And he's wandering around. Because he's about to die. Doing slot machines. He's, and then it flashes to Elvis as can a boy. I have, can I say one critique of this movie? What's up? This is my only critique of this movie. They show gambling in a bad light. Yeah, it should be more fun. As if it was a problem for right. somebody. It seemed like, yeah, it seemed like Colonel Tom Parker had a problem with gambling and maybe he did it too And much. they portrayed it like that was a bad thing. Yeah, but like really they should be portraying that he could be winning a lot of money. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity in Vegas. He could be winning a lot of money instead of losing it. Yeah. And I think that's kind and of And they didn't up. show him win- winning. Yeah. They just showed that it was a problem. Yeah, it kind of messed I up. thought was like, I thought was weird. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Yeah, and that's how they start the movie. I said, "What? This is gonna be dark." And then but they then tell he, you that he uh, he took fifty percent of all of Elvis's money that he ever made. Well, yeah. Eventually, we learned that, and that's kind of fucked. That's, that's, never take that deal, gang. Seems like a bad deal for Elvis. So my little guy Elvis, he's running around town in his little neighborhood, and he's looking at. He's basically watching all of these older black musicians, kind of going oh this these guys are really doing some cool shit and he, and then you see him now as a grown-up and he's recording a song he's like 17 or 18 or i don't know how old he is mm-hmm. and he oh he's sort of like co-opting their vibe but he's adding a country accent to it yeah and then it's a big hit and then colonel tom parker sees him and goes oh let me take you on tour and then it, that's a big hit because he wiggles yeah. and this is where the first conflict comes you can't be wiggling you can't be you wiggling see you see him wiggling and it's making these girls too horny. In Did the you 50s. notice that? Okay, these so girls a, are so horny. There's a part in the movie where um, Elvis is wiggling around women, and the wiggle makes the women go crazy. Mm-hmm. And did you did you notice like in the screening, Rod stood up, went to the fr- closest batch of women in the theater, and he started wiggling. Yeah, he started sniffing. He started wiggling and sniffing. Yeah, do you remember that? I'll never forget. And it. they 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 didn't get excited. They just like stood up and said, "Sit down, sir." Yeah. And oh, well, then I sat right down. He sat down and vimoed him. And then said, Rod sorry. said, "This." I'm gonna come. You said that. I did not say that. Okay. I did not say that watching okay. the movie. That'd be too loud. And then I said, "This." Hamburger. Because <laughs> Clay was hungry for his mid movie. Yeah. His mid movie burger. So he leaves. While Clay's looking for his burger, Elvis is is becoming famous. And how did you calm uh, Rod down? How did I calm Rod? He made me rub his feet. Yeah. Oh, the one thing I do remember is uh, I remember when Elvis was cheating on his mom. Right, Elvis sort of <laughs> wants to fuck his mom. Yeah, he has movie. a big mom thing in this movie, doesn't he, gang? <laughs> he really does want to fuck his mom. They're always mom. talking really close. Mm-hmm. When he's around his mom, he's a real horny so what is, I mean, obviously this Austin Butler kid, is he's like a good actor, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like... I don't trust anyone that's born and raised in the Orange County. Right. He's an Orange County guy? I'm pretty so. sure he's like from Southern California. But also Elvis is like an impression that every dad does. Yeah. Oh, hey, right. Priscilla, what do you got going over there? One of the, one of the most Priscilla... <laughs> Popular impressions of all time. There you go. Clay just demonstrated. So, like, how do you know if you're actually a good actor if you're just doing an Elvis? But my guy's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's doing a great job. I mean, what is he doing in that movie, movie, though? 
What huh? is he? What is he doing? What's upon time? He plays a Tex, like the crazy the guy hippies. who says he's the devil talks to him or something. He's huh. a great, you know. It's you know, my guy's a great actor. I'm just happy that we got an actor back in in showbiz. You know, you watch these interviews with this Austin Butler kid, and he's going, "Well, child, my name's Austin Butler, and I'm basically no one if I don't have my poetry." Exactly. And <laughs> it's just been a long time since we've had a guy like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, like, there's nothing better than putting on my old leather boots, reading a little poem, strumming a few chords on my guitar. <laughs> he plays a guitar? Really? I'm nothing without my poetry and my guitar. Wow. I just love, like... That's a classic actor. That actor. Like, if it was a different decade, he'd be wearing a leather bracelet. Exactly. Mm. You know, mm. a thick leather bracelet. Yeah. Anyway, so he's a great... He's doing a great job. So where are we at in the movie? His mommy loves him and is worried that if he gets too caught up in this showbiz stuff, she'll never hear from him again. Right. And he's like, no, nah, I'll never do that. And, but then he gets in trouble because he's always wiggling. And so he then he gets drafted, though. And they has to go to Army because he wiggles too much. Colonel Tom Parker says, you go to this Army. Yeah, I think I have a drop for this. Okay. Mama, help! I'm trapped in boot camp! That's exactly wow, where did you get that? <laughs> Mama, help! I'm trapped in boot camp! Is that Johnny Bravo? Yeah, That's one hundred percent. You can just find this online. There's a lot of Johnny Bravo clips online. Yeah, you can also find this online. <laughs> <laughs> is it that a dog barks and scares someone and then farts, or is that the dog barks and no, no, then no. farts? Someone's having sex. The dog comes in, barks, scares them, and one of the people in the sex um, farts. farts. It's honestly a classic sequence. And then I enter the room and I say this. Hamburger. <laughs> so so anyway, Elvis goes to war. And then while he's in war, his mom gets so sad and drunk that she dies. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Elvis feels sad about that. Yeah. That he doesn't like that his mom dies. And then what does he do? I can't, I honestly, is that when he goes? Oh, no, then he becomes a movie star. Yeah, he comes back and he goes to Hollywood. But people don't really... Critics don't like his movies. He makes a lot of corny little um, song and dance movies. But he wanted to be like James Dean, and he tells Priscilla that mm-hmm. when he meets her. Um, when, she's thir- movie, when she's 13 and he's 23. I'm trying to think it's, of yeah. what happens in between the movie part and the mom part, and it's a blur. This movie happens so fast. I, I know the movie's over two hours long, but it felt really short to me. I was right. having a blast. Yeah, I was having a blast. The entire too. movie, I was like having a great time. Say, ooh, what's going on? Ooh, another thing. Ooh, another thing. Ooh, another thing. And then, really, the best part is when he starts. He meets uh, these like new guys who want to be his manager. Yeah, so that's what happens. He he yeah, now he's is, become okay, a movie so star. Now we're like middle of the movie, right? Yeah, and he's became a movie star, and his movies start to flop now. And, and nobody he's really losing his. People identity. think he's a hack. The yeah. Beatles are around. And so his manager says, do a Christmas special and be cheesy and corny. And he's like, I don't want to do that. So he hires whoever did the Rolling Stones James Brown special. Elvis does. Right. And says, like, make me, you know, I want to be hip. I want to be hip and cool. I'm a hip, cool guy. And this is at the old Hollywood sign. And everybody, all of the famous. Of course they meet at the old Hollywood sign. All of the icons. And he's sitting inside of the All of the icons. There's all kinds of assassinations. They're Mm -hmm. They're affecting Elvis, you know. Yeah, he's, he's hanging out in the O of the Hollywood sign, an old O. <laughs> yeah, and then Rod stood up and he went back to the women 
from earlier that he wiggled in front of, and he goes, "Y'all want to hang out in the old O?" Exactly. And they they're like, "What are, what are you talking about?" And he pointed at his butthole. What the hell? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we pulled him back. And then Rod was yelling, "You got Vimo?" Yes. <laughs> I do. I need a Vimo to apologize. Yeah. Yeah. He apologizes with money, which I actually appreciate. I send people for five bucks, and I say I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. that's that's fair. So he gets these people. His manager is saying, "Can I say something?" What's up? This is my, by far my favorite part of the movie. Oh, absolutely! When he hires the hip guys to turn them cool. Oh, the best. And they actually do a fucking great job. And mm-hmm. you know what's funny is he's probably like 28. Oh yeah, he's like barely 30. <laughs> he's he's maybe in his early 30s yeah. at this point. Because he was like the most famous person ever already at 18. Yeah. yeah. So this is like his comeback. Yeah. 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 And they hire him, and they were like, he's like, I don't want to do this Christmas shit. Let's just have fun. And so they're like, let's keep it simple. Put you in a black leather suit. You'll sing the hits. And then they're like, we need you to sing a Christmas song. The network and his manager. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So his manager is all is like, I I need you to make money for me. And I need you to like do the most basic shit ever. I need you to sing about Rudolph the the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He's an and it is an interesting guy, the yeah. reindeer. Mm-hmm. He's really interesting. Yes, he, he actually really had. Why does he shiny, have a red nose? He had a shiny nose. Well, none of the other reindeer have that style of nose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you ever really saw his his nose, you'd say it glows. You would yeah. say that in a heartbeat. You'd go, "Well, that glows." That's <laughs> you weird. wouldn't even know what your body's doing. Your body just feels the urge to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. He get, he goes. I ain't doing that. And but people, Bobby Kidney get then gets murdered, and MLK already got murdered. <laughs> the movie, yeah. And Elvis is thinking about this because this is it's not far it. from where he lives. It's not far from where he lives. It's very much part of the culture that he's like uh, kind of grew up worshiping and being mm-hmm. really interested in, and uh, then eventually kind of co opting. But in the movie, they always. They, I don't know if this is in reality, but he kind of makes sure to like give those people credit. He's like, I just, I heard ain't nothing but a hound dog from, I can't remember her name, but this person. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know if that's the reality of it. There's one point he watches uh, Little Richard. Yeah. And he says, oh, I, sh- I want to do that exact same thing. And then B.B. King says, if you do that, you'll make way more money than he ever mm-hmm. will. Little Richard did pretty good, though. Oh, my God. The actor... I can't remember. Little what. Richard was great. Yeah, that was Whoever like they get to do Little Richard, I'm like, fucking, let's watch that for. They really minutes. go off when it, when a performance happens in this movie. They go off. Yeah, yeah. and the dude who did BB King, he's doing this impression of BB King with this mm. weird voice that only right. a f- handful of like artists had in this time period in the fifties. Where it's like this, hey man, how you doing? It's kind of like a Sammy Davis Jr. kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. This yeah. actor, I don't know his name, but he fucking kills it. Uh, anyway, so Elvis is running around, he's doing this special, and then he, they write a protest song, I can't remember the name of it, and they play that last. Instead of instead of some Christmas song. That yeah, was, Here Comes Santa Claus. Contractually obligated to play, and it it becomes the most viewed thing. Everybody's like, "Oh, I'm going to sue you," but then it becomes the most viewed thing ever. Yeah, and then no, and honestly, know. the performance does rip. Yeah, and you it's watch him in front of his like the big Elvis sign. Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, I, I've like watched it maybe like three or four times since so we saw good. the movie. <laughs> and at this point in the movie, they've slapped because Elvis has gotten a little older. He's now in his late twenties, so he's ancient. Oh my god, he's like and they put this point. jowls on the Austin Butler to make him kind of look more like Elvis. Uh huh. They've like squared his face off, and he looks just like Elvis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Doesn't it kind of look like he's wearing it? Because when he's young, in my he doesn't really look anything like Elvis. Does yeah. I'm in, in the end of the movie, not to jump too far ahead, but they actually show clips of real Elvis, and mm-hmm. I go, "Was that Austin Butler?" Well, yeah, they do such a good job with the subtlety of his like Elvis man makeup mm-hmm. that by the time when they start to weave in actual footage, yeah, it's it becomes tricky to tell the difference. Um, anyway, so he does this special; it kills, and he's like, "I want to go." Now I'm a hit again. I'm ready for a world tour. I want to go on a world tour. I've never done that. Yeah. And he goes, why don't you play Las Vegas? You get all these resources. And it's like the first time anybody's done that. He's like, all right, that's a great idea. He does, what is it, six Six shows? Six weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks of shows. And he's having a blast. And But then Tom Parker, and this is really interesting, part of just like the story. Um, Wait. Tom Parker is like, Sorry, my phone's going off. Tom Parker is like, you can't go overseas yet. But it, we're, we know, uh, the audience knows that Tom Parker's saying that because he has no citizenship anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's like a man of no country. Right, yeah. so he couldn't go with it. He couldn't go, and that's why he's saying you can't go anywhere. But also, the casino is offering Elvis secretly a like a three-year stay at their casino. And if he does that, then they're going to wipe away the colonel's um, His debt. gambling debt. Yeah. Which he doesn't want Elvis to know that he has a gambling debt, but he also wants to have Elvis stay there so he can have the gambling debt so this, erased. This begins like the middle of the second act through the third act. Mm-hmm. Tom Parker manipulating Elvis into staying in Vegas Yeah, so that he can settle his debt and be safe with the government and shit like that mm-hmm. so he'll well, growing book- up i was like why does elvis love vegas so said that's exactly what i thought i was like isn't vegas cheesy why why was elvis in vegas so much yeah he was and there now, for so long now i know i never knew this before i really wish watching this movie the number one thing i was thinking other than that wow what a talent this movie's wild you were thinking this hamburger i was thinking about that because always I'm thinking about that. Yeah, right? I'm kind of hungry. I was also thinking, these jumpsuits that Elvis is wearing, ah, oh, man, I wish he wasn't wearing this. <laughs> I yeah. kind of like him. I mean, some of them are cool, but not. Nah. I think the the black leather one that he wears for the special is really cool. Yeah. Man, but imagine if he was in a t-shirt and jeans. Oh, he looks so, he'd yeah, be cool. such a hunk. But oh, it's also God. like, it's like the Michael Jackson thing where they're wearing something so specific. But Michael Jackson that looks it, cool still. It makes, look it makes it iconic. But if you look back at Michael Jackson in the Thriller era, yeah, he still looks cool. But he's less of a yeah. He's but, less of a jumpsuit guy though. But yeah. Elvis doesn't look that cool. But it's iconic, which is you can't take that away from. That's him. true. Yeah, there are times I think it looks really cool, and I think there's times that it looks kind of bad. Yeah. He's wearing a cape and all that shit. Yeah. Sometimes it's just too much. What's this shit with Elvis and liking kung fu? That's, they, dude, that's the 70s. They never got into that, though, in the movie. 
They really? should have showed him doing a little bit more kung fu stuff. Yeah, I wanted to show him to see him getting into kung fu. Watching kung fu movies or something? Yeah. yeah. I do like that when Elvis is watching TV in his hotel room, he has three TVs with three different things on. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was probably like the idea of Fucking, excess. What a baller. What a baller move. My guy Elvis, younger than my grandfather. Yeah. And that, ain't that something? Ain't That's that wild. Something? My grandfather's just your grandfather's living good, three hundred years old, right? Chilling, watching you, TV right now. Do you think Elvis would have had a big hit in the eighties? Oh, just like Roy Orbison, who was older than Elvis, but only made it to the late eighties. He would have had like a big hit in the eighties, and like Somebody MTV. Who was alive, I guess, like Johnny Cash lived till the early two thousands. Uh huh. But they are hard living. But anyway, so what ends up happening is El- Elvis is just being tricked by his manager. They're, he's and he's, he starts. He's, he's doing exhausted. a lot of drugs. He's exhausted. They're, they're juicing him up with all these drugs all the time to keep him going. It's kind of the Michael Jackson story. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on in his life. They're, he's working so much that he relies on drugs, but the drugs are taking over his life. Yeah, and then he dies, but they don't show him dying or anything. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. cool. They say Elvis died, and yeah. then they go. The spo- sorry, spoiler. Elvis dies. Elvis does die, and then this is actually a spoiler alert for what the actual ending is. And they said, is it two weeks or two months before his death? I think it's like, it's maybe, is it two weeks before he dies, that last performance? They say like a short amount of time before he died, this is his last performance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's him playing, what's the song? Uh, Bro Him by Pennywise? No. (laughs) No, it's not Bro Him. It's kind of like Bro Him though. Unchained mel- Melody. Unchained Melody. And he plays it on piano, which is a performance I've seen on YouTube for yeah. years. Yeah. It's beautiful. And it's just an Elvis who's like burnt out, washed up, but just killing it. And I mean, it leaves you, and it's actually Elvis. It starts, I think, with Austin Butler playing Elvis, mm-hmm. and then it becomes Elvis in a way that's very subtle. And you're like, holy shit, wait, hold on. This is real footage. Because I think when they're shooting the Vegas live stuff, they actually shoot it on old TV cameras. Yeah, can I say something? What's up? Their archival recreations of old footage is incredible. It's the best it's ever been done. There, it looks like they're actually using the real cameras that were used back then to film the. New and I stuff. think what they are doing though is they'll take actual footage of Elvis where you don't see his face, <laughs> and they'll that'll be in the movie, and then they'll cut to austin butler elvis i don't know how they do it there should be a whole documentary it's it's incredible the archival but, but yeah that performance that unchained melody oh that's so good yeah. holy hell heartbreakingly beautiful and oh. this might not make sense but it does remind me of this i'm fixing me a super shaggy sandwich <laughs> well yeah clay made us pull over to take him to jersey mike's after yeah oh that's probably why that reminds me of that yeah yeah and then rod grabbed a girl and we had to do this I did get bonked on the head one time. And then the... So and the then Rob was like... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> guy is screaming. that from Mars Attacks? Yeah. No, that's Rod screaming. This is what happened. Are you sure that's is that not from, from Mars, Mars Attacks? I don't know. It's what is a, it called? It's a, a scream sound reverb. Ha! Sounds like a Mars Attack alien to me. I, I thought the Mars Attack alien sounded like this. I'm fixing me a super shaggy sandwich. No, they don't say that. So how does the movie end? Well, the the movie ends on that performance, which I thought was very 
graceful and cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 I Grace, think, Grace Landful. Exactly. I think the movie's mission statement is just going, what a talent. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even like, oh, wow. A lot of people didn't know that his manager was evil. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Which is a large part of the movie, but I think mostly it's going, what a talent. And it really captured how incredible my guy Elvis is. Oh, for sure. Is. In a way that, like, I've never in my life really cared about Elvis, thought he was that cool. Never thought, never But, like, as soon as I watched this movie, I was like, I'm going to go watch YouTube Elvis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see all this. I remember watching the movie going, like, oh, my God, I'm going to have a blast on YouTube when I get (laughs) home. Yeah. (laughs) And then it ends, really ends with, like, some titles on, some text on screen saying, um, whatever his manager Eventually confesses was sued and confessed and, yeah. all this uh-huh. stuff, and then took so much money from Elvis. Remember the part where Elvis was like tried to fire him, and he said, "You owe me eight million dollars." Yeah, because he had been keeping tabs on everything he ever spent for Elvis, even like fifteen dollars for French fries. And yeah, yeah, a burger. I bought gas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. To also make. A, a billion dollars or whatever. And Elvis did the thing which people still do to this day, Dan Cook even, which is he hired his family to be in charge of his business affairs. Yeah. You just don't do that. You man. don't do that. That'll end up, you'll get your heart broke. So his dad was his, in charge of his well, business manager. In the movie, that's, uh, that's like Colonel Tom Parker's idea. I don't know if that's true in real life, but that was gotcha. like... Colonel Tom Parker was like, you want to keep it in the family. You want to give your dad a a job. Because he knew his dad was not actually a business manager. Yeah, he knew he could manipulate the dad. Yeah, Also, his dad got into a lot of trouble throughout his life, so he can use that as leverage. Yeah, when Elvis was born, his dad was in jail. Until Elvis was like a teenager. For bouncing a check. Yeah. Well, but what a movie. I mean, the movies are back. I mean, that was maybe... Just like for a theater experience, a blast, fucking great. It was like you walk into the theater and you forgot what you saw, but during while you're watching it, it was an absolute blast. And if somebody told me that about something I would made, I would feel happy. Yeah. Oh, I would yeah. feel good. I mean, Boz Lerman, that's good shit. He's always gonna deliver. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's such a big spectacle in a way that most movies are not. What's Boz short for? I don't know. Tommy's asshole? No. Boz might be his whole thing. Was Tommy's asshole, was that on the other podcast? Yeah, so people listening to this one, they're not going to understand the joke, and people probably listen to the Patreon, it's not going to understand it either. Go ahead oh, sorry. Boz is uh, short for Mark Anthony. Oh. Mark Anthony Lerman? It's his nickname. Oh. Damn. Boz yeah. fucking rips. It's, I mean, that's pretty obvious, though. When I think of Mark Anthony, I think of Boss. First, I say I'm gonna yeah. call you Boss. Yeah. I'm gonna okay, okay, call you Boss. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, gang? What do you give the movie with? Ten out of ten, easy. Right. Oh, this is an easy ten out of ten. I love Fucking this crap. Ten out of ten, easy on this one. Go see game. this one in theaters, please. Yeah. Just enjoy it. So. All right. I go to Black Angus before. Yeah, we went to Black Angus. It was great. It was, oh, that shit was not even a whole new podcast about Black Angus. Oh my, what a what an experience! What a delicious meal I had. Remember how the guy, the guy, the waiter was like, 
kind of he, making fun of us for eating a black egg. He was so enthusiastic. I was like, is that is that ironic? Dude? I Are felt like I was on me? an episode of like, Nathan for you of like. Uh, they hire like a an, an Hollywood actor to yeah like, be an actor to play a waiter is what it felt like. <laughs> You're gonna love it. <laughs> You're absolutely going to love the mashed potatoes that come with your T-bone steak. <laughs> You're gonna love the Sierra. I was like, are you making fun of me? Are you making, <laughs> like, I'm sort of here as a joke too. So like, there's nothing to make fun of. Just like, please, just give me. My I just T-bone. want to eat the steak. I don't. Yeah. All right, gang. Have a good time. What are we doing for dinner? I don't know. Burger? I'll right. do whatever. And like, okay, so the way that I like to end all podcasts, gang, is by saying this. My favorite skateboard trick is a 180, because when I go into a room and see Rod Berry, I do a 180 and get the heck out of there. All right. Bye, gang. Bye. And we're good.